It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Hey folks, Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts with some of the best financial advisors from all over the country. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. The advisors have plenty to say this week. We'll hear from Coach Pete Deruta where we get his take on precious metals in a retirement account. Brian Quaranta answers the question, is it ever too late to start planning for retirement? Spoiler alert, no. Eric Carney says there is a difference between being a saver and an investor. Both, he says, can make successful retirement plans. Dave Perkins also has the story of the microwave, and I've got a broker's behaving badly. So, another week. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started way up. Well, things in the market seemed to calm down a bit, and it recovered some of the losses. On Thursday, the S&P rose 1.4%. That made up for its pullback on Wednesday. It appears the NASDAQ will, in fact, close up for the week. Technology stocks accounted for the biggest share by far of the gains in the S&P 500, followed closely by communication companies. Mortgage rates continue their rise this week. According to Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed rate average jumped more than a quarter percentage point in one week, surging to 4.42%. It was 4.16% a week ago, 3.17% a year ago. The 30-year fixed average has risen 1.2 percentage points since the start of the year. Glad I closed in December. (laughs) The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits last week fell to its lowest level in 52 years as the U.S. job market continues to show strength in the midst of rising costs and ongoing virus pandemic. And there's no let up on inflation either. Everyone's feeling the pinch. Well, now some states with a budget surplus are proposing sending residents a check to help them with gas and groceries. At least a dozen states have proposed giving rebate checks of several hundred dollars directly to taxpayers, among them California, Kansas, and Minnesota. Critics, including many Republican lawmakers, say those checks won't go far enough given the pace of inflation and are pushing instead for a permanent tax cut. Not bad. Hi, how's your March Madness bracket looking? Mine? Not pretty good. Thanks for asking. In our little office pool, I've got two brackets, one in first place, one in third. Well, here's the kicker. I got Duke taking it all in one of them. Well, if they do, I win big. And if they don't, eh, you know, it's another year. Okay, let's get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta, in this clip from America's 401k show. Chief wealth strategist Parker Holland and me are talking about precious metals in your retirement account. When things happen like they are right now, with all the volatility, all of the talk, it seems then we start to hear the commercials for gold, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I found uh, I, I've been do, you know I do a lot of research and and um, so we've have a, a, a piece here from strategist uh, a global market strategist Ben Laidler, uh, and he's got some thoughts on gold. 
you know, one of the key characteristics of gold is it has no income attached to it. It pays no income. It doesn't pay a dividend like stocks do. Uh, it doesn't have a um, coupon like bonds do. But I think that's going to become more of an issue going forward. So partly it's historical. I mean, until the sort of 1970s, I mean, you know, large portions of the world, including the US, were on the gold standard where they basically fixed the value of their currencies relative to gold. And that basically meant that, you know, a very large portion of central bank reserves has to be held in gold. You know, if you look back at sort of the last five big market corrections, so, you know, tech bubble, global financial crisis, you know, all the way through to, to the COVID crash of last year, you know, your average S&P 500 was down about 28% on average. Gold was up about 11% on average. So there you go. I mean, so is gold worth having in a portfolio? Is that something that you talk about with folks? Oh, little, yeah. Well, I mean, we talk about every asset class, and gold is one of them. Okay. Uh, precious metals, not just gold. Parker, uh, it's not just gold. It's, it's oh, precious no. metals a in general. A lot of people but, don't realize that. But, but, Steve, at the most, I would say maybe 5 to 10% of your portfolio, and that's if you really, really want precious metals. Parker, and there's a and I mean during down markets volatile markets I mean he is right it's a great hedge but that's what we use it for in our strategies is more of a hedge to hedge the volatility we're expecting and that's kind of what coach always goes back to diversity everyone talks about it but too many people over focus on one piece and that's what is the issue with the marketing behind gold silver precious metals Steve the best thing about gold the thing I love the most is the interest rate it pays <laughs> doesn't it doesn't yeah don't get a dividend either yeah so that's where you have to be careful it just sits there it just sits there and you're safe yeah or wherever you hopefully and a lot of people safe. don't have it in their safe they hold a piece of paper that says they have it in like some yeah. ira in texas you're not gonna ever catch me doing that the reason yeah. why uh, we buy gold when we do is is, is just in case just in case uh, the lights go off just in case there's no authority anymore and you have to trade assets for for something of value and, i'd and rather have gold. bread and lead i'd rather have uh, <laughs> or little pieces of silver because sure. if you if you know if it comes today when we're when something happens and we have to trade our assets well you don't want to bring a gigantic gold bar in for a haircut you right. get a little piece of silver or something like that or just shave your head like i have <laughs> <laughs> saves money parker well hey, yeah. i used to have the buzz cut i used to i can't get the beard like you guys yet and that scar on my right side it just it's too patchy <laughs> yeah, that'd be your name if you're a rapper two patch <laughs> there you funny. go parker <laughs> hey we're in the studio i can get the mixtape going yeah <laughs> Well, if you'd like some good news, putting together your very own retirement and income plan, give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call. It's 800-662-6808. You can also text PIZZA to 600-700. America's 401k show is heard on radio stations around the country. It originates in Raleigh, North Carolina. To learn more about Coach Pete, visit PeteOnDemand.com. You can visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. This former Wells Fargo advisor was already in trouble and staring at decades in prison for stealing money from clients. Sentencing for that piece set for later this year. Now that's part one. Part two involves Kenneth Sommer, a 77-year-old New Jersey eye doctor. Kenneth Welsh is accused of taking over $1.8 million. Then on April 30th, 2019, Welsh is said to have taken $900,000 the day before he closed on a five-bedroom house in River Ridge, New Jersey. The price? $900,000. The victim didn't find out about it until last August. 
A Superior Court judge awarded Kenneth Sommer $909,000 in damages for the house. The New York Post reports that Sommer sued Welsh seeking to take possession of the house with the purpose of selling it. Wells Fargo has returned money to Sommer that Welsh allegedly took, but now Sommer is seeking at least $10 million through arbitration. Sommer's attorney, Jay Sabin, says if Wells Fargo had been doing its job and watching over its staff like it has a duty to do, it is extremely likely that they would have caught him before he started financially abusing Dr. Sommer. The Post reported that Welsh was arrested last October over allegations that he fleeced five clients out of more than $3 million, charged with four counts of wire fraud, one count of investment advisor fraud, and one of the other victims was Sommer. Now, Welsh is facing a maximum of 20 years in prison for each of the wire fraud counts and a maximum of five years in prison for the investment advisor fraud count. Just one more reason to choose a fiduciary and be sure to vet them on BrokerCheck. At Pizza. Now we head to Pittsburgh, where we find Brian Quaranta and his show On the Money with Secure Money. Here, Brian says it's really never too late to start saving for retirement. It may be more difficult. But he says it can still be done. The good thing about retirement planning is uh, until the day you retire, you can prepare and optimize uh, based on the current state of the economy for potentially greater returns. Even if you're 60, it's never too late to start. And this is a question that I deal with all the time. Matter of fact, I had some folks come in last week. He was a driver for a major carrier, kind of like a FedEx or an Airborne Express or something along those lines. And, um, and that company had folded and... Uh, then he tried to get involved with some other companies and it didn't go well. And his, um, his, his wife was working for one of the major airlines here in Pittsburgh and that airline filed for bankruptcy. I mean, they got hit in every direction you could imagine. Um, they tried a lot of different things along the way to accumulate wealth because they had so much trouble with employment. And uh, they tried flipping houses, they tried vending machine companies, they, and, and they did just about everything. And, uh, you know, here they're at my office and they say, you know, we just haven't really had a whole lot of luck in employment and so far that we're really behind on savings. Now, um, it, it's never too late. I mean, fortunately, in their case, uh, they both qualify for Social Security. They're both approaching their full retirement age. Um, they probably have about uh, $100,000 or so saved so far, um, but I was very uh, quickly able to show them a way that by uh, still working, but at the same time turning on their Social Security, how within a very short time period, and when I say short time period, about six to seven years, um, you know, with roughly about a five and a half percent rate of return on the investments, if they save 100% of their Social Security checks, um, by the time that they retire in the next six to seven years, uh, they could have seven hundred dollars to $800,000 saved. Wow. So again, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is never too late. You know, wow, through, what a through, breath of fresh air that story is. People need to realize that, you know, if you haven't had the opportunity to save, don't get down in yourself. Um, there's always a way. And, you know, I, I've learned in my life, as I think a lot of people have, is that, you know, having a process and having a system matters. One of the things we do really well at Secure Money Advisors is giving a people a system, a system to accumulate wealth, a system to distribute their wealth. And I think that's really where we uh, differentiate ourselves from a lot of other financial planning firms. Uh, a lot of firms like to talk about how to invest the money. 
um, we like to talk about strategies of how to distribute the money. So when I say distribute, what I'm talking about is uh, there's going to be a day that comes when uh, you want to stop working. And when you stop working, the paycheck's going to stop. But uh, bills, taxes, and the money you need to do all the fun things you want to do, uh, that's not going to stop. And so you're going to need income. And we teach people how to get their money to start working for them how to get that money to start to pay them a paycheck every single month and do it in a way that uh, they don't risk running out of money, nor do they um, have to have the fear and uncertainty of market volatility because we talk about and teach them through strategies how to mitigate that risk. You can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 on 94.5 3WS in Pittsburgh. You can also find him on the iHeartRadio app. Their website is securemoneyadvisors.com, securemoneyadvisors.com. You can reach Brian and his team by calling them right here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 600-700. Pizza! Now, here's Dave Perkins with the story of the microwave and how it was invented by accident. Great things can happen by accident. This is Unintentional Inventions. Today's needed right now society can't imagine life without a microwave. A microwave heats and cooks food by exposing it to electromagnetic radiation in the microwave frequency range. Mmm, mmm, leftover spaghetti, just a hint of radiation. If you remember game shows from the 70s, you may remember hearing this. And what kitchen would be complete without a lovely radar range? When you learn about this accidental discovery, you'll understand why they were first called radar ranges. In 1945, American engineer Percy Spencer reportedly invented the modern microwave oven from radar technology developed during World War II. Spencer worked for Raytheon, and one day at work, he discovered that microwaves from a radar set he was working on actually melted a chocolate bar he had in his pocket. Well, like any good engineer, experiments ensued. He attached a high-density electromagnetic generator to an enclosed metal box. And what do you think he put in it? Yes, food. In fact, he was the first person to microwave popcorn because he did use some popcorn kernels in his experiment. Raytheon filed a U.S. patent and the rest is history. There was a little reluctance at first on the part of the public, but restaurants were using them. They eventually started showing up in U.S. kitchens in the 70s, but not universally. Now, it's hard to imagine a kitchen without a microwave. Thanks, Spencer. Great things can happen by accident, but please don't leave your retirement to chance. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza will be complete. And for that, we turn to Eric Carney in Southwest Florida. Here, Brian, Joseph Lanza, and I are talking about investing versus saving and how both can be applied to retirement planning. The fact of the matter is, is that when we get closer to retirement, we really have to start thinking about it in our early 50s. I mean, you know, and if you really get up to your 60s and you've kind of delayed that, it does, it's significantly harder to help that person. Time and compounding interest are on your side when it comes to any kind of investing. So when we go through this, we're going to kind of help you show show you some ways that you can do that. But again, you've got to be strict about how you really feel about retirement. And there's a lot of times where I always say to people that are working deep into retirement, look, the bottom line is this, is that 
you're either working out of inspiration or desperation. And hopefully it's not desperation because you have to work. But the fact of the matter is, is that you want to be able to retire voluntarily if you can best um, do that. And that's really what we're trying to, to get people to take a look at. So uh, let me ask you this way. So if I've been a pretty good saver and, you know, I'm, I'm late 50s, let's say, and uh, I haven't ever done anything with those accounts, I haven't made a plan, I haven't. So can you at, at that age, can you take those accounts if I've been a good saver and say, all right, let's shape this into something that that's going to help get you to retirement? Yeah, I mean, th there are two different things there. Savers are people who save a lot of money. I've never been a saver. I don't save a lot of money. Then there's investors who invest everything. I invest pretty much all of my money, um, whether it's in a tangible asset, real estate, the stock market, whatever it may be. And so, you know, a lot of people say, I have a lot of money saved. And then there's a lot, some people that say, I have a lot of money invested. Okay, great. They're literally two different kinds of people. And so one is willing to take risk to make more money. And the other one just wants to sock that away. So when the person comes in, I do have to figure out if they are a saver or an investor, because there is a huge difference about that. So if I'm a saver, can I become an investor? You can, but it's difficult. Okay. Right. I, I mean, it, it's kind of right. like a person that's had a million and a half dollar portfolio in real estate, and then they come in and they're like, I can't deal with this real estate anymore. I'm tired of these people, blah, blah, blah. I want to liquidate all my real estate and go to the stock market. They've had no stock market experience whatsoever. So now all of a sudden we have to carefully liquidate, which we're very good at. I think we're, we, we have a lot of experience in the real estate world right now. I personally own real estate. I love real estate. Um, so the bottom line is, is that we've helped a lot of people do this. The problem is, is that that real estate investor has never had the volatility of the stock market. And so while we're looking to replace phantom rental income that they're getting from their real estate, now we have to go into the stock market and still create that income for them. But if they don't have a lot of experience, plus they're significantly older, um, it's very difficult for them. The very best investor that I've had is someone who understands real estate, also understands the stock market, and they have a little bit of both. And so they can literally go, they can toggle between the two. Maybe they're gonna sell a property or buy a property. Maybe they're gonna sell some stock, buy some stock. But they understand the, how the dichotomy of how each one works. That's the very best investor. Now, when you have a saver and they go into the market, well, the first day they lose a dollar, they're like, ah, oh, I should have left it in savings, right? Meanwhile, inflation is ripping apart your savings account, right? And and the more the time more time goes by, the worse it's gonna get. And, and savers just don't understand that. You can hear Eric's show, Wealth Works Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or on the iHeartRadio app. Anywhere Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida, visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. You can find him on TV in the area, Saturdays and Sundays. Just check your local listings. You can also get his podcast anywhere that you download a podcast. You can call him 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 600-700. Well, there you have it. Episode 141 of Financial Pizza is complete, nicely done, now ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week and all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. 
If you'd like financial pizza delivered to you every week, just subscribe to it. We'll put it in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Amazon, or wherever you get a podcast. And as long as you are subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. There's plenty of pizza to go around. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808. You can also text pizza to 600-700. And I've got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes of this podcast. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at Steve Sedol. Hey, thanks to Dave Perkins for contributing content for this week's podcast. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Sedol. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, folks. Really do appreciate it. I'll be back again next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Sedol. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.